This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. On this day in 1986, the body of Sherry Rasmussen was found violently beaten in her Van Nuys townhome. Her killer, LAPD officer Stephanie Lazarus, was able to escape justice for nearly 20 years. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by Kate Leonard of Criminal Couples. From Bonnie and Clyde to their more modern counterparts, her show follows lovers who take the slogan, us against the world, to a whole new level. After I walk through today's story, Kate will detail the fraught investigation into Sherry Rasmussen's murder. Thanks for having me. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of murder that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Now let's go back to the morning of Monday, February 24, 1986, in Van Nuys, California. It was always just a little bit harder to get out of bed on a Monday. 29-year-old Sherry Rasmussen lingered under the covers after her alarm went off. She and her new husband, John, had caught a movie the night before, and she was still tired. She definitely wasn't looking forward to leading an HR class for her nursing colleagues that morning. Though she was an undoubtedly hard worker, it was tempting to stay home. Maybe she'd call in sick. Sherry and John had married that past November. After nearly a month of happy holiday festivities and visits to family, the worst parts of 1985 had faded. They almost seemed like a bad dream. Quietly, Sherry hoped the new year would finally mark the end to the lingering eye of Stephanie Lazarus. Lazarus was a friend of her husband, but according to him, she clearly wanted more from their relationship. He and Lazarus had sex once before he became serious with Sherry, but that seemed the extent of it. John thought it was clear that any fling they'd once had was over. Perhaps trying to spare her feelings, though, he never firmly told Lazarus to stop contacting him. Knowing there was a woman still pining over her husband left Sherry in a difficult situation. She and John were head over heels for one another, but it had been increasingly difficult to shake the looming shadow of his former lover, especially since Lazarus was an officer for the LAPD. That morning, though, Sherry tried to push such unsettling thoughts from her mind. When John left for his engineering job, everything seemed fine. It was a normal day for him. As the morning crept onwards, John tried to reach Sherry at work via her secretary. When he heard she hadn't seen her boss yet, he wasn't concerned. 
Days when Sherry instructed her class could be hectic, and he figured she was still out and about. Even when John couldn't reach her at home later, he didn't panic. Only once he returned to their townhome after an evening of errands did he start to worry. When his car approached their garage, he was surprised to see the door was already up. Then he saw the broken glass scattered across the pavement nearby. Sherry's BMW was nowhere in sight. Wondering what could be wrong, perhaps thinking the open garage meant she'd had some trouble with her car, John ventured inside. Sherry wasn't anywhere on the first level. John could feel his heart pounding, but he told himself not to be paranoid and continued upstairs. There, he found his wife on the floor of the living room, lying in a pool of blood. She was cold and motionless, still wearing a robe, her body frozen in an awkward position. Her face was swollen and bruised, like she'd been in a fight. John ran to her to see if she was breathing and found three bullet wounds in the center of her chest. He dialed 911 immediately, but it would only confirm what he already feared was true. Sherry was dead. Coming up, the LAPD investigates the murder of Sherry Rasmussen. Listeners, I am thrilled to tell you that this month marks a huge milestone for ParCast. It's the four-year anniversary of another fantastic podcast I host called Serial Killers. If you haven't had a chance to dive into the stories and psychology behind the most nightmarish murderers of all time, there's no better time than right now to start listening. Each week, we enter the minds, the methods, and the madness of the world's most sadistic serial killers. From the son of Sam, David Berkowitz and the co-ed killer Edmund Kemper to Eileen Wardos, Ed Gein, and coming soon, the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez. And this February, look out for our four-part special on couples who kill, following the worst love has to offer. Their names may sound ordinary, but their atrocities are anything but. Trust me, you do not want to miss it. With hundreds of episodes available to binge and new ones released weekly, get to know the killers, crimes, and cases that forever changed the face of history. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Serial Killers. New episodes air every Monday and Thursday, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. On February 24, 1986, John Rutten came home to find his wife, Sherry Rasmussen, murdered in their Van Nuys townhome. Homicide detectives poured over the living room for clues. Blood was smeared on some of the decor, and various objects had been knocked over or broken. All signs pointed to some kind of struggle before Sherry was shot. But not everything was as it seemed. 
My guest host, Kate, is going to discuss the unexpected turn the investigation took from there. Detectives started by building out a theory that appeared likely the townhome had been burglarized and Sherry had been killed in the struggle when an intruder found her still at home. Detective Lyle Mayer, who was tasked to lead the case, promoted this explanation. He cited an earlier break-in along the same street as strong evidence. But a burglary committed in broad daylight wasn't the most believable theory for such a violent crime. Sherry's family, in particular, doubted it was the truth. In the months after his daughter's murder, Nels Rasmussen was particularly disturbed. He didn't think the detectives had pursued every possible angle or suspect. Nels knew that his son-in-law had an unsavory ex-girlfriend in his past and that she was a police officer. Sherry had even told him that Stephanie Lazarus had dropped by the home for unexpected visits. She'd even come to the door armed and wearing her police uniform the previous year when John wasn't home. Sherry was convinced the visit was a blatant intimidation tactic. Knowing there was a woman still pursuing her husband worried her deeply. Though Nels made attempts to uncover Officer Stephanie Lazarus's whereabouts on the morning his daughter was killed, his inquiries were largely dismissed. Investigators refused to listen. In the end, no one was arrested for murdering Sherry Rasmussen, leaving the case to grow cold for nearly two decades. But even after 18 years, Nels Rasmussen didn't give up. He was insistent that DNA forensic testing could unlock the truth of who had killed his daughter. There had been a bite mark on Sherry's arm from the morning she was murdered. He thought if it was tested, it might be a match to Stephanie Lazarus. He was right. In early 2009, two new cold case detectives from the LAPD were tasked with reopening the investigation. An internal probe that spring obtained a saliva sample from Stephanie Lazarus. It was then matched to the DNA from the bite marks on Sherry's arm. Lazarus was brought in to be questioned, but she grew hostile during the interrogation, especially when asked about her relationship with Sherry. She refused to admit whether or not she had ever been violent with the other woman. When Lazarus attempted to end the questioning session and leave, she was arrested. In the spring of 2012, a Los Angeles jury convicted her for the murder of Sherry Rasmussen. While the verdict was a relief to some extent, it didn't change the fact that nearly two agonizing decades had passed with Sherry's killer unaccounted for. Though the Rasmussen family wanted further investigation into the potential police cover-up on Lazarus's behalf, they weren't successful. In March 2013, the California Supreme Court declined to hear a motion that would have allowed the family to sue the LAPD. Though Stephanie Lazarus made attempts to appeal her 2012 conviction, as of 2015, the court's decision was upheld. The California Supreme Court also later rejected hearing her case. Currently, Lazarus is still serving her 27-year sentence. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again to Kate Leonard for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You can find my podcast, Criminal Couples, on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Mackenzie Moore, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez, and stars Kate Leonard and Vanessa Richardson. Listeners, don't forget to check out the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. Every Monday and Thursday, take a deep dive into the minds and madness of history's most notorious murderers. You can binge hundreds of episodes, four years worth, and catch new episodes weekly. Listen to Serial Killers free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.